This episode is brought to you by Kensington Books and The Siren and the Deep Blue Sea by Carolyn Sparks. Game of Thrones meets The Princess Bride in this hilarious series combining romance and high fantasy by New York Times and USA Today bestselling author Carolyn Sparks. Witty and epic The Siren and the Deep Blue Sea, book two in the Embraced by Magic series, immerses readers in a world filled with elves, prophecies, shape-shifting dragons, and warrior princesses. The Siren and the Deep Blue Sea can be found wherever books are sold or at kensingtonbooks.com. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast. Hello, you're listening to the Mermaid Podcast, and I'm your host, Laura Von Holt, the Fairy Boss Mother. Hello, mer friends. Welcome to season four of the Mermaid Podcast. Yes, season four. We made it. Here we are. I am kicking off this season with a special treat. You might remember that back in May of 2020, I had the idea to collaborate with artists and listeners who were posting their mermaid artwork during the hashtag mermaid challenge. Um, hashtag mermaid is an annual challenge where artists draw mermaids or merfolk, sometimes based on different themes of the day, and they post those drawings on social media. It's a truly lovely collection, and I love seeing those images fill my feed every May. So I asked artists to tag the Mermaid podcast in their posts, and then I would select five pieces and write short stories inspired by the artwork and mermaid characters. And this episode features my story, The Mermaid and the Crystal Ball, which is inspired by artwork by Instagram user at Xanadart. You can see the artwork on our social media, and I will describe it now. So this particular piece by Xanadart features a mermaid who is drawn from the neck up. She has brown skin and brown curly hair, wears seashells in her hair, and has clamshells positioned around her clavicle. Her skin has coral patterns drawn on it and her curly hair is pulled into kind of a ponytail that lays flat on her head and the curls cascade around the nape of her neck and onto her shoulders. The edges of her hair are curly and laid against her temples and forehead and they overlap with some of the coral patterns on her skin. The mermaid has green eyes and orange eye makeup and green and gold highlights on her skin. Bubbles float around her face. The mermaid is framed by a white circle with gold background. This reminded me of a crystal ball, which you'll hear more about in the story. I really don't think my description does her justice since this mermaid is very, very beautiful. But I wanted to give you some sort of image that you could hold in your mind of what I might have been inspired by when I started writing a story. So in this episode, you will hear me read this story, The Mermaid and the Crystal Ball. I will be sharing more of these stories from the Mermaid Contest. It's kind of an experiment for me, and some pieces may be short, and some may be longer. We'll see. I'm just having fun with it, and I'm kind of figuring out some stuff as I go along. But it's really cool for me to create these stories specifically for the podcast. Um, first, they're not released anywhere else yet. Um, and since you've always heard me talk about my writing, but a lot of you may not have read anything that I've written, it's just cool for me to experiment with these and give you guys some like an early look at uh, stuff that I write. 
I do hope you like the story, and I would love to hear what you think, so definitely leave a comment on our Facebook or Instagram. I'll be tagging the artist um, on all of our social media and our, our show notes, and definitely follow them and check them out. And now, just a little bit of business before I read the story. I would like you to meet some friends of mine from the Frolic Podcast Network. Please meet a great podcast, The Dinner Sisters. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Betsy. We're the Dinner Sisters, two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. Every week, we test and review three recipes from all over the internet. We post new episodes every Sunday to give you some dinner inspiration. One of our favorite things about podcasting is being together as sisters. Here's a clip about our relationship and a little bit about food. I bake it. I pull it out to the table. And I take it off. And Brian's like... Is that fish not gutted? <gasps> what is going on? <gasps> yes. So I had not gutted the fish. Had no. there not been fish guts all over the place, I, I think your kids would have thought it was cool. If you'd like to join us for dinner, you can find us at www.dinnersisters.com, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll save a spot at the table for you. The Mermaid and the Crystal Ball by Laura Von Holt, inspired by artwork by at Xanadart. You shouldn't have pulled over on that long stretch of dusty road. The exit sign on the highway had promised gas and food, but after a couple of miles, all you found was a broken-down building. Only the O and the N of a neon sign flickered in the window. Open or on? Who could tell? Your old clunker of a car rolled to a stop, seeming to gasp in the dry air. There was no gas in the pump, and when you stuck your head inside the attached shop, the only light within came from a fridge that contained three Diet Cokes that looked older than your car. It was evident that no one shopped here. No one pumped gas here. No one was meant to be here. A chill ran up your spine. By the cash register, there sat a dusty crystal ball. The base was shellacked with seashells, tiny air bubbles clung to the inside. The crystal ball seemed to glow, and you couldn't help but peer inside. Violet, iridescent liquid filled the orb. You tapped the glass, and something inside the crystal ball moved. You jumped back, then leaned forward. Something was in there, but you couldn't see what. You picked up the crystal ball carefully, giving it a little jiggle. Did something... Did something swim in there? It wasn't a fishbowl, so it couldn't possibly be something alive. Most likely something animatronic, a novelty toy or some such eccentric delight. You noticed a price tag on the base. Ten dollars, cash only, it read. You looked around the shop. No cashier had appeared. The entire building felt deserted. Still, you had to be sure. Excuse me, you called. I'd like to buy something? Moments passed, and still no one appeared. It wasn't in your meager budget, but you fished $10 from the back pocket of your oldest pair of jeans and left it on the counter. Carefully, so carefully then, you carried the heavy crystal ball to your car, cradling it to your chest as you braced your feet to jerk the sticky car door open. You laid it carefully on the floor of the passenger side, wrapping it in towels and t-shirts pulled from the duffel bag stuffed inside your trunk. Then you drove back to the highway to find a real town, a real gas station. Somewhere people were meant to be. Somewhere you were meant to be, 
since your old life was so far in the rearview mirror that all you could do was keep looking forward. So you kept driving, but even through three layers of fabric, the crystal ball continued to glow. Late that night in a dingy roadside motel, you sat atop the scratchy paisley comforter and slowly unwrapped the crystal ball. Holding it up in yellow light that spilled from the parking lot, you saw the iridescent liquid sparkle. Then, just as you had in that deserted convenience store, you tapped your fingernail lightly on glass. One, two, three raps. Then, a swish and a flicker. Something dark brushed the glass by your fingertip, then disappeared. You dared not turn the crystal ball upside down, fearful of disturbing what lay inside. So you pressed your face to the glass and whispered, Hello? Nothing. An absurd impulse overtook you, so you spoke again, lilting, the end of your greeting dissolving into the fragment of a melody. Hello, you sang. The liquid within parted, like fog or mystical smoke. When it cleared, whatever was inside surged forward, cautiously, creeping into focus as it approached the glass. No, you realized, it did not creep. It swam. It was no longer than the flashlight on your keychain. It had deep brown skin, a shade or two darker than your own, drawn or tattooed with an indiscernible pattern. A seashell crown nestled in its curly hair, and the majority of its body was a long gold tail, which propelled it forward, closer and closer to you. It, you realized, was a very small mermaid. Swimming inside this mysterious crystal ball, and she was looking at you with luminous green eyes. Her expression was unreadable, but the webbed hand that reached for the glass seemed friendly, curious even. The mermaid's hand pressed against the glass directly opposite your fingertip. The glass seemed to warm at her touch. Hello, you said again. The mermaid cocked her head as if confused. She opened her small mouth, revealing sharp teeth as her lips widened. Miniature bubbles escaped around her face. Through the glass, you could feel the vibration of the liquid inside change. Faintly, you could hear the mermaid sing. It was a simple melody, haunting and dreamlike. It reminded you of times when you had stayed up too late, of watching the night suddenly cross over to dawn, and all sense of time would cease to matter. It reminded you of when the blue of night and the blue of the morning became the same shade, of that brief opportunity where it feels like you could slip into the in-between space and remain there forever. Without even knowing it, you heard yourself singing, following the mermaid's song. Both of her hands pressed against the glass, and the whole ball heated beneath your fingertips. It was almost too hot to touch, but you kept clutching the crystal ball, kept singing with the mermaid. The crystal ball glowed brighter, emerald and violet light spilling forth, until the entire motel room was bathed in purple and green. Your singing grew louder and was joined by a whooshing sound that overtook you like a wave, until the sound got heavier, sluggish, like it was underwater. You realized you were underwater, and the violet light was all around you. You glanced behind you and saw the glass of the crystal ball. Beyond it, the details of the motel room were out of focus and distorted, an actual fisheye lens. You looked to the mermaid, swimming eagerly before you. 
Her skin was patterned like coral and shimmered gold around her sharp bone structure. Seashells were embedded around her neck, in her hair, her edges laid like tentacles. Up close, she was even more exquisite. You felt your heart expand in your chest, felt your whole being give over to her beauty, to her mystery, to her song. The mermaid held her hand out to you, and you took it, her grip slippery but firm. You kicked your legs, except you no longer had legs. You had a tail now, blue like denim, like the night at dawn. Now, you were a very small mermaid, too. The mermaid swished her gold tail and swam away from the glass, pulling you along, both of you singing. You were glad to follow her, deeper into the violet light, deeper into the swirling unknown, closer to wherever you were meant to be. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or leave a review. Reviews are really important because they help other mermaid lovers find us. The easiest way to leave a review is right in the app that you are using to listen to this episode or leave a review on our Facebook page. If you'd like to stay in touch with us, the best thing to do is sign up for our email list. We only send you emails that you like about new episodes and you will get exclusive behind-the-scenes content that you won't see anywhere else. Join the email list by dropping your email address into the sign-up form, which you can find in any of the episode show notes at mermaidpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Mermaid Podcast, and we always love to see you on social media. Again, we'll have links to all of the mermaid news mentioned in this episode on our website, mermaidpodcast.com. Our jingle was recorded by Tori Scott, the world-famous cabaret singer. You can find Tori at itstoriescott.com, and the Mermaid Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts that you'll love at frolic.media podcasts. Thank you for listening, and remember, don't quit your daydream. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast.